Welcome to Business Ninjas, brought to you by Write For Me, where you'll hear from business leaders who are out there growing their business and slaying it every day. Learn from the masters. Let's get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome back for another episode of Business Ninjas. I'm here today with Gary Puddles. He's the CEO and president at AnswerNet. Gary, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Really excited to be here. Yeah, excited to have you. So, Gary, tell me a little bit about yourself. Well, I uh, am a married father of five, uh, and I'm the president founder of AnswerNet. And I, uh, for fun, I play rock and roll music in bars on the weekends uh, in a couple of bands around Philly. Love it, love it. The bartender in me really appreciates it, really appreciates the live music. So, Gary, tell me a little bit about AnswerNet. So AnswerNet is a full-service outsourced BPO and technology provider, but we're also known as one of the largest telephone answering services in the United States. Uh, and we have offices all over North America with some partnerships around the world. Wow, wow. So talk to me about some of the solutions that AnswerNet offers. Well, we we do, uh, we do own a number of really cool brands. We own telemarketing.com. We own tpb.com, callcenterservices.com. But what, what we do is we really provide the people and technologies that our clients use to um, run their businesses their way. So we offer outsourced contact center and customer care. We offer third-party verification for energy, health, and um, energy, health, and uh, telecom companies. We have an outsourced student services division that provides student service outsourcing for colleges and universities. We have a donor services group that does donor services for nonprofits like the American Red Cross. And uh, uh, we also have a uh, uh, telephone answering service division. We also do a lot of telemarketing and survey work and outbound sales. So we have a really wide range. In fact, in the outsourced BPO business, we're one of the most diversified companies in the industry. Wow, wow. So kind of talking about all of that, how are how is AnswerNet able to stand out from other companies that that do what you do? So first of all, I would say it's our culture. So we have a very intentional culture. We have what we call our triumvirate of culture. We have our core values, our mission, and our purpose. So everybody who onboards has to watch the fat guy blue shirt videos. And of course, that would be me as the fat guy in the blue shirt. And so culture is a big thing. The other thing is, is that we are known as the call center's call center. A lot of our clients are actually people who understand the call center business well. We're the guys who call when you need something that's out of your area because we are big enough to do what the big companies do. So, and we're small enough to do the sm what the small companies do. So large organizations will reach out to us for, for unusual things and for small things that they don't want to handle themselves and vice versa. The small companies, when they get a big opportunity, reach out to us. So that's how we've differentiated ourselves in what is an extremely crowded market. Yeah, yeah. So what are some of the problems that your you know clients have before they find AnswerNet? Well, you know, every business has to communicate with the public, with their clients and customers, and, and with their own employees. Either they're going to build that in-house or they're going to outsource it. So the 
The problem that many people have is the cost of building that infrastructure, the cost of developing that team. And in some businesses where you have higher paid employees, that makes it harder for you to have those lower paid employees because then it affects your benefits and your your um, uh, your retirement plans and things like that. So, plus we are expert at this. We understand how businesses communicate. One of the big challenges is there's a lot of noise out there on how people communicate. You probably heard about uni- you know unified communications, call center as a service, uh, communications as a service. But what most people don't focus on are is how business communicates. And that's probably one of the areas that we are very strong in is that focus on how business communicates. The other thing that makes us unique is we also have a technology group that shares all of the technologies we use in our business. We also license to our clients if they want it, or some clients are just technology only. So we know how to use it because we use it and then we share it with others because we want everybody to have the opportunity to use the tools that we have available. Yeah, yeah. Speaking to your clients, are there different trends in who is, you know, your ideal client profile, size of company, industry, things like that? Well, we have 10,000 clients. So we, there's not a, there's not a sick code that we don't have a story for. Now, I would say that our 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 top our top twenty five clients they also range from from automakers to uh, um, energy companies. We have a big specialty in energy. We have a big specialty in uh, education, nonprofits. But quite frankly, what we have focused on is having a very flat platform that is then designed to be able to be used by any business and be able to be manipulated so that the business is really focused on running their business their way. Too many times people, outsourcers like us, come to a client with a particular point of view. I've been very lucky in my career is that I get to understand and work with lots of different companies and their point of view of how they want to run their business is really important and we're really good at helping them do that. So with 10,000 clients, you know, you, you started from somewhere, you're up to 10,000 clients now. Talk to me about how you've been able to grow the business over the years. Well, we started with 20 people and we're now closer to 2,000. So how, how, we, uh, um, how we've been able to do it is both through acquisitions uh, and through internal sales. Now, I've been known as somebody who's done quite a few acquisitions. And, you know, if you go on on the web, you can see the podcast. So I'll, I'll be talking about uh, the acquisition part of the business. Uh, in addition, um, we've been growing through internal sales too. So the, the idea is though, we help companies um, transition. Many of, many times, it's very easy to get into the call center and outsource BPO space. Mm-hmm. It's really hard to exit. So we've, we often are called in when somebody is struggling because we're not venture back. We don't have uh, we don't have outside investment at all, actually, and uh, I don't have any partners. So I'm a guy that gets involved because of my background in education and my background in sharing what we know about business with others. I often get called in in very ugly situations, 
And we've been able to use our platform as a way to help companies transition from challenges to success. Yeah, interesting. I heard you say your background in education. I was a school social worker for several years, so my ears perked up. <laughs> well, it's funny. My daughter is, is getting her doctorate to become a school psychologist. Oh, wow. Uh, and yeah, so I'm very proud of her. And, and she just became a mom, which means I'm a grandpa, which which is still freaking me out. But I um I spent some time uh, teaching at uh, Wharton uh, in their small business development uh, center. And what I was doing was a program called Second Steps, which is a lot of times people want to start a business mm -hmm. and they don't have. Yeah. So I taught a program which helped them understand what it meant to be an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. um, I'm also very active in the International Startup Festival which happens every year in Montreal, where startups come and, and in a very relaxed setting, get to work with each other and network and learn. And 10 of us put together a small fund that, that invests in these startups. And as a, as, a, as a guy who is 60 years old, it really helps me also stay up with the most current technologies. Um, I've also been involved in the EdTech Incubator at, um, at the University of Pennsylvania. And we were just named by uh, Inc. Magazine as a as one of the top companies in support of uh, entrepreneurial enterprises. So wow. really proud of that as well. They call us a partner. So yeah, uh, wow. I'm very lucky. I'm, I'm actually one of the luckiest people on the planet. But so I um uh, somebody once said to me a, f a few weeks ago that um, luck looks a, or um, luck looks a little hot. Let me get this right. <laughs> Let me get it right. Let me get it right. Lucky looks a lot like hard work. Or no, hard work looks a lot like being lucky. One I'll say that nobody will out hustle me. I'm not the smartest guy in the world, but I hustle. Yeah. And, you know, there's a common denominator of all successful people. And that is that they make successful people make a habit of doing what unsuccessful people don't like to do. So for many years, I was on the road a lot. I, you know, put up my own money and I risked everything. And then just when I thought I was able to sit back, I risked it again to take us from level to level to level to level. So that is, you know, we all know lucky people who aren't successful. And we all know people who just become successful because they were in the right place at the right time. But real success means habitually doing that, those things that most people who most people don't want to do or don't like to do. And that's really um, what I found is the most important denominator. It's, it's really common among all successful people. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So Gary, if you had to give kind of a common misconception, either about being an entrepreneur, about business, you know, about, about Answernet, what, what's the biggest misconception that you, that you see? Well, the biggest misconception about being an entrepreneur is that you don't have a ball. Everybody has a ball. You have a spouse, a girlfriend, boyfriend. You have investors. You have clients. Everybody has a boss. And I would say that that is the biggest misconception that most people going into a business clap. That I, yeah, that yeah, I would say is the biggest is the biggest uh, surprise most people understand. Now you get to control how you react to the boss. But the boss, whether it be a client or a banker or an investor, you know, they can make your life miserable in many, many ways. Yeah. Yeah. 
So, Gary, as we kind of wrap up this podcast, is there anything that you want to leave our listeners with? We talked a little bit about misconceptions, but is there anything you want to leave our listeners with about AnswerNet or or anything in general? Well, because I don't like to do do uh, you know uh, just shill shill things. I'll, I'll do two things. First of all, um, uh, what I would say is that uh, what I want to say about uh, about AnswerNet is that that we just released a new product, which I'm very proud of. And that is, um, we've been in the telephone answering service business for, for well, for, for 25 years, but we trace our roots back to the 20s. And we've been giving voice telephone answering service all that time. Well, as of last week, we now have a answering service for non-voice channel. We have the ability to text enable any business landline phone number, provide the business with software that they can answer their texts and chats and WhatsApp during the day, and they can send those texts, chats, WhatsApps uh, to the answering service, either on demand or a schedule, or if they don't answer within a certain period of time, it will automatically go to the answering service. So it's the first answering service technology and service for non-voice channel. So we just launched that um, we just launched that a uh, week and a half ago. So uh, it's called Answer My Text, A-N-S-W-E-R-M-Y-T-E-X-T-S, S for savings. And then uh, if I was going to leave you with any uh, life advice, and my best life advice is happiness is not underrated. You know, many people find themselves to be victims in their own lives. And it's just not necessary. You know, if, if you're not happy, there's always a path to find happiness. Mm-hmm. Now, it's not easy. And if you focus on your goal of being happy, and you focus on your goal in business and, and ignore the difficulties of getting there, the likelihood of you finding your success or your happiness is exponentially higher. That's great advice, Gary. I really appreciate you taking the time to talk about AnswerNet, to talk about entrepreneurship, to talk about life. And I, uh, like I said, I really appreciate you being on Business Ninjas today. Thanks for having me and, and hope everybody who's listening has a great day. Hey, are you a business ninja? Want to be interviewed like this? Give us a shout. Go to www.writeforme.io, W-R-I-T-E-F-O-R-M-E.io and schedule a time to meet with us and we'll make it happen. Keep slaying it, y'all.